as our husband, the maker, God of the universe. It wants to be in relationship with us. It's a beautiful thing. He's saying, remember that. Remember who I am. Know me. Know me. You know, the Bible talks about to know. Adam knew Eve. And that's an intimacy. And I have a friend who loves to play on words. And she would say intimacy. Into me see. Right? Like, that's deep. You know? And God is calling us to relationship. Into me see. Like, look into me, God. Study me, God. Right? And God is also saying, into you, I see. Who knows us better than God Almighty? Into us, uh, he sees our innermost parts and he loves us all the same. Thank you, God. Because if your friend knew what you were thinking, mm, they might side-eye you a bit. If my husband knew some of the thoughts I had, he might side-eye me. But God who knows us in and out still loves us. No judgment. <laughs> well, so final judgment, but. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, what you want to do right now in, in terms of, let me give you some practical, practical steps as someone who is single, practical steps that they can take, right? One, work on, um, or better yet, allow God to shape you to be the husband or wife worth having, mm. you know, singles were so busy looking for that perfect husband. And you have your list and you wrote it down because somewhere someone told you to write down your list. I'm not hating, I I wrote my list down too, right? But at the same time, are you taking inventory in yourself? Are you allowing God to take inventory of you and saying, are you the wife or the husband that you um, ought to be? Are you preparing yourself to be the spouse that is worth being with? And so there's, there's a lot of opportunity there to allow God to work on you. And it comes with tests and trials because there's no um, growth without pain, without fire, without tests, without trials. So allow God to do the work in you. So that's one. And then I would say, spend time with couples. Spend, spend time with married folk. See how they interact. You know, see how they move. See how they operate. Operate ask questions respectfully, you know, you don't need to be all up in their business, but ask questions, Um, you know, and this is, this is what you can do with trusted individuals, trusted couples who you've, you've developed relationship with almost like a mentorship, you know, you want to know how to be a husband, study a husband. You want to know how to be a wife, study a wife and see how they're doing. Um, You can even see how parents relate to their children. If that's something that you desire, you can offer to babysit and see what that's like. There are ways that you can study, do some research, gather information to what real life looks like as a married individual. So um, I think those are the two things that I would say practically. Uh, but first and foremost, it's really changing that mindset, changing that perspective and seeing it as an advantage because it's something that you should never get back, right? The only way if you were married and then become single is if you're divorced and you don't want that, or God forbid, you lose your spouse through death. But if everything goes with the way that you want, right? You don't ever expect to go back into singlehood. You'll never get that time again. So take advantage of it while you can. That was, that was, uh, it's funny you mentioned mentorship because a lot of people don't put themselves in place 
of those who already experienced those um, trials or events that they wanted to experience. Was right. I like I like the fact that you mentioned that. But um, I want to ask a question: How important is mindset? You emphasize that a lot. You know, the mindset seeing that is an advantage. So, how important is that? So, you know, that's the part where my background in psychology coupled with my uh, relationship and growth in Christ, that's where it comes from. Because in psychology, we are taught that the, the thoughts affect the behavior and affect the feelings. They all relate with one another. The way that you think is going to affect how you feel and how you feel affects how you behave, how you react, what you do, what you say. It all works together to form the person. And when I think about the biblical side, and you know, this, there's no secular and spiritual, it's all spiritual. <laughs> but specifically moving into what the Bible says, talks about um, as a man thinketh, so is he, you know? So there, it, it talks about um, being mindful of the heart. Well, out of, out of the heart is what flows, flows wickedness, you know, uh, or goodness, like what you, so they all, it's showing that it all interacts, right? It all relates. So if we know that, if we know that things start in the mind before it's uttered out of the mouth, it's a thought, right? We have to make sure we're aware of our mindset. And what are you feeding yourself? Because that, that affects what you think. What are you listening to? What are you watching? Who are you listening to? Who has your ear, right? Who has your attention? Who, what are you reading? What are you taking in visually? Social media, um, you know, this person's opinion or that person's opinion, rather than what does God have to say? That's where your, your eyes should be fixed. Where, what does the word have to say? What does God have to say specifically to you? Are you spending time quiet time with the Lord to hear him directly and have him, his thoughts outweigh the thoughts of, of the world, his, his word having the final say, you know, where, what is feeding you? What are you taking in that is affecting your mindset? And no, no, without a shadow of doubt that everything that you take in impacts you in one way or the other, you choose to receive it or you reject it, but it's having an impact. That, 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 that was great. So how did you know your husband was the right one for you? How did I know? Your husband was the right one for you. Oh, <laughs> how did I know? Well, full disclosure, I was in a relationship for five years I had no business being in. And at that time, I was also um, wa walking slowly walking with God. I had grown up knowing about him. It's a different thing of knowing him and actually knowing about him and actually knowing him. And so I was in transition of actually knowing God and really giving my life over to him. And the Lord had been speaking, get out of that relationship, get out. And I was being disobedient, right? Because we think we know better than God. Dare we say that? Uh, but our actions show that. And so I got to a point where the Lord was heavy on my heart. And I, and I finally said that enough is enough. And then I, I bring that up to say, from that point, 
I became laser eye focused on the Lord. Whatever you want, God. When I surrendered, I fully surrendered. I let go of everything that I held on to and wanted nothing to do with anything that was not of God. And I plunged myself into the word. I was doing ministry. I was so focused on God. I wasn't looking anywhere else. He was all, he was my all in all, still is. But you know, it was just that it was, it was just me and God and we were rolling together and I wanted nothing to do with anything else. Then my, uh, you know, my husband at that time, obviously, um, comes in the picture, he comes into the picture and how did I know that he was the one? Because I said, I wasn't looking for anyone. So I said, Lord, if this is not of you, take him away. <laughs> I don't want a distraction. I said I was about you. I meant it. So I knew for one, I hadn't gone looking. This, this came to me. I didn't go looking. And I think, um, you know, that's really important as a, especially as a woman, but when we did start talking, he came to the church that I was serving at and uh, wanted to be a part of serving. And I love that, that he was ready to be on board. But it was that was a working relationship that then turned into a friendship. But I got to see him in the elements of doing the, works, the, the work of the Lord and seeing his own passion for Christ. So that was obviously a plus. And then I joke, uh, we laugh a lot about our first date um, where he hit me with like the 20 questions. And anyone knows me, I'll fire right back. Like, oh, is that what we're doing? What's your five-year plan? Well, what's your five-year plan? You know, <laughs> I was just really surprised of all the questions that were coming my way on the first date. But that was the moment when here i i could hear and sense how serious he was we're not here to play games right we, we want something we both want something that is going to be forever we want something meaningful we want something with god in the center of it and we're not playing games and you know i yeah i didn't come expecting to answer those questions but i was moved and i was impressed that that was the level that he was at. And I respected that. And from then on, I knew, okay, this, this is serious. Um, and then I would say three months in, we knew, we knew that this was gonna happen, but we thought everyone would think we were crazy to wanna get married three months in. So we <laughs> waited about a year um, before making plans. We didn't actually get married until three years after we met, but we knew very early on, um, that this was certainly of the Lord. We both weren't looking for something and um, that God had his hand on it. So that's what.